Welcome to Made by Me, a podcast about mental health, entrepreneurship, manifestation, and magic. My name is Kaliska Sweetwater, and I am a jeweler living in New York, trying to understand as much as possible about myself and the nature of reality. Today, I want to talk about how to break a habit. And this is something that I feel qualified to talk about because I've broken two significant habits in the last couple of years. And one of them was smoking weed, which I think was pretty significant because it does alter your like brain chemical levels. So I took so much time to break that habit after it got to the point that it was just a compulsion where I was smoking, but I wasn't feeling better. I was just feeling anxiety. And I think that's what makes it kind of more on the edge of an addiction, not like a drug addiction, but like anyone can be addicted to anything like a food addiction or something like that. And it took me a lot of time and energy and effort to break that habit, but I learned a lot along the way. And I want to share that with you today. So the first thing that we need to understand is what a habit is. Because a habit is not something that we really choose to do. It's an, kind of a loop that we create by repeating a behavior for an extended period of time. So a habit is a loop that involves a cue, an action, and a reward. So something stressful might happen, that's the cue triggering the action, which is the habit that we're trying to displace. And then engaging in that habit is going to trigger us a reward, usually a feeling of calm or happiness, just a feeling of removing the stress that came from the cue. And once we get into the habit of leaning on this loop, whenever this cue comes up, usually the cue is stress, anxiety, or like a feeling of lack of control, but it can also be something positive. Like if you have a problem with alcohol, the trigger could also be a celebration or something positive. So um, it really doesn't, it's not a rule that it's always a negative cue, but in my personal experience, it usually has been a negative experience that cues the action and then brings me the reward. And once we engage in this enough, it becomes autopilot. So our brain just decides, oh, this is what we do in this situation. And so when we're going about unwiring this loop, we're actually dealing with the subconscious, which is really, really difficult to access. And because the habit loop is a energy saving mechanism, when you go to unwire it, it's going to feel really hard and draining, and sometimes it's going to feel impossible. This is because when we're bringing something from the subconscious into the conscious, that's just not something that we really do very often, and it takes a lot more energy. So in the short term, displacing a habit is going to be more effort, but in the long term, it's going to feel as easy as it now feels to engage in the habit loop. So don't worry when you start, it's gonna feel really difficult. It's gonna take a lot of mental and emotional energy, but that is only temporary as we shift what's in the subconscious into the conscious and vice versa. So the first step is decide that you want to break it. 
And this is kind of obvious, but kind of not obvious because we all have habits where we're like, oh, I need to break that habit. It would be really nice if like I didn't do that anymore, but we aren't willing to give up the reward. We still fall back on whatever that habit is when we do need comfort. And so the first step deciding that you want to break the habit really involves, I would say, depending on how severe the habit is, it'll take a couple weeks or maybe it'll take like a month, maybe several months. And what you're going to be doing during this first step is really watching where the loop is triggered, how you feel when you are about to engage in the habit, how you perceive the habit will make you feel afterwards, and how do you actually feel once you have engaged the habit loop. Do you get that reward that you were looking for? How long does that reward period last? And what are the negative aspects that are attributed to engaging in this habit loop? This is a really vital step because as I've said before, when you break this habit loop, it is going to take a ton of mental energy and you need to know really in the core of yourself why you want to displace this habit loop. What are the negatives that it's causing you? What are the potential benefits that you would gain if you were able to break this habit loop? Is this habit loop preventing you from achieving things? Is it making you feel negatively about yourself? It, is it like what are those, what are the reasons that you want to break the habit? Get really familiarized with it. Get really excited about what your life would look like without the habit and just kind of marinate in all of those factors. Really watching where your cues come up watching how you think about your habit when you're about to engage in it and watching how you feel after you've engaged in the habit. Do the expectations of how you're going to feel right before line up with how you actually feel afterwards and is there then a shame component that comes after you have engaged in this loop. This is really a watching phase and at this point we're not taking any action, we're just observing, we're not having any judgment, we're just watching and kind of deciding, do we really want to break this habit and why? Once you've figured out all of these different factors, really write them down and have them kind of emblazoned in your mind and written down on paper for you to be able to reference for the future steps. It's going to be really helpful to have the present version of yourself be looking out for the future version of yourself when you might want to engage in the habit. You want to have things to look back on, tangible reasons, tangible information from you, the primary source of why you want to change this and the details surrounding that. So really write it down, really get clear on why, what it's going to bring to you, and take a lot of time to really decide that you're certain that you want to break the habit. So step two. Step two is to just do a little bit less of the habit. Slightly less quantity or slightly fewer times that you engage in it. Don't feel like you need to be perfect right away and this whole like cold turkey ideology of all or nothing is going to be really important to throw out the window because if you go into rewiring your subconscious thinking that you're going to be a hundred percent successful the first attempt you're instantly going to feel like a failure and you're going to have to train yourself to not feel that way otherwise you're never going to make progress because when you are reprogramming your mind progress is extremely small and a little bit at a time over time 
is what can really be effective. So when you are trying to do a little bit less, I would say see how much you engage in the habit first and really track it if you're engaging in the habit every single day or every single week or every single month. Just be aware and then that will be your milestone. So if you're engaging in the habit 10 times a day, start by trying to do it nine times a day and continue to do it nine times a day until that seems easy and that's your new baseline. And then try and do it eight times a day and wait until that gets easy. And probably as you get incrementally less, it'll become easier to get to that new normalized baseline. But you don't wanna jump into that all or nothing thinking, really just try to slowly taper down. Similar to like if you were to go off a medication, you want to titrate off of it a little bit less at a time so that your brain can really acclimate and adjust its coping skills and build new healthy habits to fill whatever this habit loop is bringing to you. When you're going through this first phase of breaking a habit loop, it's really important not to lean on willpower. You need to have tangible tools that are external. So once you've identified when your habit is cued, you can figure out what are things that you can do instead when that cue comes up. And once you identify that cue, you can start building an arsenal of self-care techniques that you can pull from in that moment that can distract you and keep yourself occupied, keep yourself too busy to engage in the habit or self-soothe in a different manner, right? So like if you're feeling anxiety and your impulse is to, I don't know what the example would be. Let me think. Okay, so I'm going to share one of my grossest habits that I've had. And so if you're squeamish, maybe this is not the episode for you. But I had, after I had quit smoking weed, I had a secondary habit that came up, which was picking at my skin. And it was just really embarrassing. It was really negative. It was definitely compulsive because there was no positive to this. It was just kind of like a, it would give me a temporary sensation of stress release. And that's, it was literally like a second of stress release, but I couldn't stop it. So I did a lot of research online and it basically said, the internet basically said that the only way to stop this is to have nothing on your skin to pick up. So for me, what I was able to replace that habit with in the beginning, I had to create physical barriers. So I would put band-aids on any sort of blemish I would have. I would get those, my sibling gave me a pack of those star zit stickers and I would put like medical tape on them and just completely like remove the temptation. And then actually having like a physical barrier helped me because it it was my subconscious that was causing this habit. It was not something I was consciously thinking like, oh, you know, I'm going to go engage in this negative behavior now. Like, that's not what it was at all. It was just kind of on autopilot. My brain was making this decision. I did not like the decision that my brain was making, but I needed to take the mental energy to build in barriers until my brain no longer leaned on that habit loop. So replacing a negative habit loop with a positive habit loop is also a really positive thing, or it can be. So for me, I am now a little bit routine about skincare. I have a lot of skincare products, and I really lean on that as 
kind of like a self-soothing ritual that gives a positive or even just a neutral result versus a destructive or negative result. Because even if picking is not intrinsically harming anyone else or ruining my life, it did make me feel shame and embarrassment and negative about my body and about my control. Because I think we also feel ashamed that we can't break our habits and it's a really natural impulse to feel that way because we really are taught that everything is our own decision but a lot of these decisions are kind of hardwired in our minds and once we've created the loop it's very difficult to break out of it and if you don't have enough time and tools at your disposal to be able to do it you kind of can't so I think that I think that self-blame and self-shame is just not productive at all but it is very real and I want to admit that I've had those feelings and they are natural so anybody who is trying to break a habit doesn't feel alone in that um, secondary negative aside from the negative other causes that the habit is creating yeah so it's just doing it a little bit less figuring out what tools you can find that will help you do it a little bit less you can definitely google whatever your specific habit is ways to replace that habit loop things that other people have had success with i found incredible comfort in the fact that other people were experiencing the same issue that i was it made me feel a lot less ashamed, a lot less alone, and a lot more in control that I wasn't a failure because I wasn't able to do it right away and that I could reprogram my mind and get my skin to a point where there was nothing to trigger this habit loop to occur in the first place. And that is another habit that I have successfully broken. And yeah, that's how I did it. So that brings us to the final step, step three. Step three is cut yourself some slack. Maybe cut yourself a ton of slack. When you fail, which you're absolutely going to do, don't view it as a failure on the entirety of breaking the habit. Just view it as a temporary setback, just a little blip on the radar and part of the process. This is a necessary part of the process and it is incredibly important that you don't shame yourself and guilt yourself because probably you're going to trigger your habit loop if you do that. So just cut yourself tons of slack. Look at this as a long game. If you're getting 1% better at this every single day, you only have to do this for 100 days. You know, if you are half as good half the days, that's still very quick to reprogram your subconscious. So just know that Engaging in the habit loop doesn't mean that you're failing. It doesn't mean that you aren't reprogramming your mind and breaking this habit. This is absolutely not a linear journey because we have habits for a reason, right? We have habits to self-soothe and to provide us comfort. And life is not going to always have equal levels of stress. Something terrible could happen. Something big could come up that can trigger your habit loop. And it's okay to cut yourself slack. It's really important to cut yourself slack because it's really necessary that you don't always just wait for the perfect time when you can do it perfectly because that time doesn't exist. You have to just start slowly today. Otherwise, it's always going to be pushed back and gone back to day one over and over and over again. 
Some habits are easier to rewire than others. Some take years to rewire. Some take just days, you know? It really depends on the person, the situation, and the level of the habit. But every habit is unwireable. Every habit can be broken. And I just really hope that you can take this as an exploration of yourself and a journey of introspection and something that you can slowly incorporate and watch over time to have a more positive time engaging in your habits if you choose to and being intentional. You know, we have a lot of habits that we view as negative that we really don't want to break, you know, and I don't think you should try and break it until you're really certain because otherwise you're going to have it in your head that you can't break this habit. So when the time comes that you finally do decide you want to, you're going to think that you can't and you absolutely can. So I hope you learned something. I hope this was interesting and I hope you think about your habits and decide if you like what they're bringing to your life or if you'd rather let them go. And that's all for today. I love you so much and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. If you enjoyed it, please leave me a rating and a review. And feel free to follow me on Instagram at Polaris Jewelry and check out my work at PolarisJewelry.com.